Welcome to Digital Stratosphere, the podcast that helps organizations throughout the world with their digital transformation journeys. Here, you will find independent and technology agnostic advice with no software vendor sales spin to help you make the best decisions for your organization. Whether you are in the process of selecting technology, in the midst of your transformation, or trying to get your initiative back on track, Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help. When digital transformations fail, it's usually not because of one singular event or a catastrophic event that ruins the project. Typically, it's a series of bad decisions and poor choices along the way, almost like death by a thousand paper cuts. What exactly are those small but big mistakes that organizations make along the way? That's what I want to talk about here today. My name is Eric Kimberling. I'm the CEO of Third Stage Consulting. We're an independent consulting firm that helps clients throughout the world reach their third stage of digital transformation success. And in our business of helping clients through their digital transformations, we have a subset of clients that hire us because they've already failed in their transformations. And they'll ask us to either recover those projects, get them back on track, and or to serve as an expert witness if it gets to litigation. And in this experience, we've learned a lot about why projects fail and some of the decisions that add up and lead to a digital transformation failure. And a lot of times people wanna know what that one thing is that causes transformations to fail. And typically it's not one thing, typically it's a lot of different things. So what I wanna to do today is talk about how digital transformation failure is a lot like death by a thousand paper cuts. And more importantly, I wanna talk about what are those 10 things that are most commonly likely to lead to digital transformation failure if you make these decisions or these mistakes in your transformation project. Now for more benchmarks and best practices and independent software reviews as it might relate to your digital transformation, I encourage you to download our digital transformation report, which is an annual report we publish each year that covers a number of best practices and lessons from digital transformations throughout the world. And it's meant to not only cover some of the things we're gonna talk about in the video today, but also some additional insights and perspectives that are meant to help you through your digital transformation. You can download that via the links in the description field below. One of the first minor, but really important big things that organizations do wrong that often leads to digital transformation failure is that they have unrealistic expectations to begin with. This is something that starts right at the beginning of the project when they're evaluating, selecting, and signing the contracts for technology and implementation services. What ends up happening more often than not is the software vendors underestimate the amount of time and money required to be successful in a transformation, which leads to a lot of problems later on when the organization and the team is forced to cut back and to make bad decisions because they were trying to force fit a transformation into a timeline and plan that was never realistic to begin with. So one of the first things you can do and one of the first paper cuts you can avoid in a quest to avoid failure is to make sure that you have realistic expectations up front and that you take proposals from system integrators and software vendors with a grain of salt. The next thing that organizations often do wrong that can lead to digital transformation failure is they choose the wrong technology. They pick a software because it's well-established, it's a well-known brand, and they think that if the biggest enterprises in the world can deploy vendor A or B or C, then it must be good enough for us. And it may sound realistic on paper to do this, but if you don't have the right software that fits your needs in terms of what you're trying to be in the future, having the wrong technology is something that you can't really hide. If you're trying to deploy the wrong technology, you're likely going to fail in the project. 
Now, if you have the right technology, on the other hand, it doesn't mean you're going to succeed, but at least gives you the chance to succeed because you've at least chosen and are planning to deploy a technology that can handle the capabilities that you're looking for. Another common mistake we see that leads to transformation failure is when organizations choose the software and then they jump right into the implementation without having a clear plan, without having a clear vision of what they want their future state operational and organizational model to look like. Now, the reason this is so important and such a problem if you don't do it is because if you don't have that plan and that vision for where you're headed as an organization and with your transformation, chances are extremely high that you're gonna spin your wheels and waste a lot of time and money along the way. Or what often ends up happening is while you're trying to figure out what you wanna be when you grow up, the meter is running on the expensive technology you just bought and the expensive system integrator and implementation consultants that are working on your project. In other words, they're billing by the hour, billing you for their time while you're trying to figure out what it is you wanna be when you grow up. And a lot of organizations don't realize the magnitude and volume of decisions that need to be made in a digital transformation, which is why it's so important to take as much time as you can up front to define what that future state is so you have that clarity of your vision and overall direction for the transformation. Organizations that don't have a clear and realistic business case are a lot less likely to succeed than those that do. And the reason for this is even if you have to go through your transformation and it's not a question of whether or not you're gonna go through the implementation in the first place, you still need that business case to help give you direction on where it is you expect to get business value and where it is that you want to invest your time and resources in the transformation. The other reason why the business case is so important is because if you don't quantify where you expect to get the business benefits, you just simply won't realize the business value that you could be getting out of your transformation. And this is a big failure point for transformations. They invest too much time and money without the business value to show for it. So you wanna have a business case, not only a business case in general, but more importantly, a realistic business case that looks at the realities of what the total cost of ownership is gonna be, as well as the realities of what the potential business benefits are if you're successful in your transformation. The next little thing, but a really big thing that organizations do wrong in transformations is they underestimate the magnitude of change and they underestimate the effort required to be successful in the organizational change management efforts. Now we hear it all the time. We hear organizations that tell us we don't need to invest in change management. We understand why other organizations do, but our people are ready for change they're open to the change, they hate the old system, they're ready for a new one, and so they mistakenly assume that change is going to be easy because their people want and are embracing the idea of a digital transformation. And the problem here is if you wait until you realize how difficult change is going to be, chances are it's too late and you aren't gonna be able to get ahead of that resistance to change. So making sure that you have a solid and effective change strategy is very important, and you also wanna go into your digital transformation with the assumption that change is gonna be a lot harder than you think. Now, as a side note, if you're looking for more best practices and more specificity around how to deploy an effective change management strategy, I encourage you to download our Guide to Organizational Change Management. that covers all the different work streams and deliverables and tactics and strategies that we've seen be most successful in organizations and their change efforts. I encourage you to download that book, which you can do for free by clicking on the link in the description field below. Another common mistake organizations make in their digital transformations is that they confuse program management with project management and vice versa. And to be clear, when you're going out and getting bids and proposals from different software vendors, they're gonna tell you that they've got a project plan, a proposal for the overall project, which they do, but the project is typically one subset of a broader transformation. 
The problem with this is that you're often led to think that that project plan is the complete plan, but it's not. There's a lot of things that need to happen outside the project plan that a software vendor is providing to ensure that you're successful. Things like organizational change management, process improvement, the integration, the data migration, the overall architecture, all that stuff is really important to make sure that you've factored in all the different activities, work streams, and resource requirements to ensure that the project is successful. Now, if all you do is focus on the project and you don't focus on the overall program, what ends up happening is you deploy technology. Doesn't mean you deploy it well, doesn't mean you deploy it in a way that's actually used by your business and generating business value. It just means that you successfully deployed technology that may or may not be used by your organization. So you wanna make sure that you understand the difference between project management and overall program management, and ensure that you manage and plan for the project accordingly. If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success, turn to Third Stage Consulting Group. Third Stage's independent and technology agnostic consulting team helps clients define their digital strategies, select the right software, and manage their implementations. With offices in the U.S., Europe, and Australia, our team helps the world's most forward-thinking organizations through their transformation pitfalls and risks. Whether you are embarking on an ERP, HCM, CRM, supply chain management, or any other digital transformation, contact Third Stage Consulting to see how we can help you reach the third stage of transformation success. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com. The next paper cut that organizations often fall into with their digital transformations is that they have incomplete test scenarios. So they go to test the software either through the technical testing and or the user acceptance testing, and they don't have complete scenarios that fully represent the business. And what ends up happening is you get this false sense of security that the software is working, you've worked out all the bugs, but perhaps you've only tested 50 or 60% of your business processes. That remaining 40 or 50% that you haven't tested can be extremely disruptive at the time of go live, and therefore you wanna make sure that you've captured an overwhelming majority of your business processes and tested an overwhelming majority of your business processes along the way. So one of the best things you can do is make sure that you have complete scenarios, you have complete testing scenarios, and that you have clearly defined sign-off criteria and acceptance criteria for those testing scenarios. Data management and migration is oftentimes treated as an afterthought during a digital transformation. We get so enamored by and focused on the new technology that we forget that we've got all this data we've got to bring over from our legacy systems. And bringing over that data from the legacy systems isn't as easy as just shifting it over. You have to clean it up. You have to make sure you have accurate data to begin with so you don't have a garbage in, garbage out scenario. And you ultimately need to map those data fields in the old systems to the new one. And then once you've done that, now you need to figure out what your reporting structure looks like and how you're gonna manage that data longer term. Now, if we just wait until a couple of weeks before go live to really start thinking about data, that's gonna be a big problem. Again, it may be that you've deployed technology successfully, but now you've deployed technology with poor data and with no data governance controls in place. So you wanna make sure that you spend the time and effort and resources on making sure that you have a clear and effective data management, data migration strategy, and that you start those activities early on because if you don't, that's one of the paper cuts that oftentimes leads to digital transformation failure.
Another common paper cut that leads to digital transformation failure is the failure to recognize go-live risks. What I mean by this is organizations too often get focused myopically on implementing on time and on budget that they don't fully understand and quantify what the risks are and the costs are associated with failure or disrupted digital transformation. Now we have a lot of experience in clients that hire us to come in and help fix a failed implementation and other clients that hire us to be an expert witness in their digital transformation failure lawsuits. And one of the things we've learned is that one of the reasons why these projects go to litigation or get to the failure point is because they didn't do a good job of identifying and mitigating risks and failure points of the transformation. For example, if you're going through a digital transformation and you're trying to focus on minimizing the implementation time and cost of the actual implementation, you might actually unknowingly be increasing your cost longer term because now you've created disruption to your business, you're rolling out inefficient business processes, incomplete technologies, and things that accomplish the mission of shortening the budget and the time duration of your implementation, but now you've shifted the cost over to post-go-live costs that usually are exponentially more than the cost you spend on the implementation itself. So you wanna make sure that you have an independent and technology agnostic third party help you identify what those risks are anticipate what the risks are, and most importantly, help you mitigate those risks before they become a problem. One example would be our team at Third Stage. We're an independent technology agnostic company that helps clients manage program risks and help manage the overall transformations, among other things. And so you can hire a company like Third Stage to help you through that process. One of the last things that organizations often do that leads to failure is that they don't measure business benefits and they don't optimize business benefits. In other words, they can account for all the money they just spent and all the time they just spent and the resource commitments they just made, but they oftentimes can't point to any meaningful, tangible business value that they got out of the transformation. Now, this is a problem on a number of fronts. One is you've just wasted a lot of time and money with nothing to show for it. Second of all, if you don't have a business case and you don't know what your business benefits are meant to be, you're gonna have trouble during the implementation because you don't have clear guidance and direction on how that transformation should look and where the business value is going to come from. And that makes decision-making project governance a lot more random and arbitrary along the way. So one thing you wanna do is make sure that you optimize business benefits and make sure you carve out time toward the end of each phase of your project to ensure that you have an optimization phase where before you move on and just start going to the next phase of the project, you actually focus on getting the most business value you can get out of the implementation or the phase of the implementation you've just gone through. Because after all, you spent all this time and money on this phase of the transformation, you might as well spend incrementally just a small piece of additional time and money to ensure that you maximize the business value. So these are just a few of the paper cuts that often lead to digital transformation failure. On the surface, they may sound fairly trivial or small, but in reality, these are big things. But it's typically not any one of these things that causes failure. It's typically a combination of all of the above or some combination of other factors as well. But what is it you can do to avoid some of these paper cuts? There's really three things that I'd leave you with as you think about that. First is to make sure that you have an independent program management support function within your overall program. So ensuring that you have someone who's not biased, who's not associated or affiliated with the software vendor or system integrator, because their job is to promote their product and make sure they expand the footprint of that technology within your organization. And what you need is someone that represents you, the implementing organization, that can help ensure that you have control and ownership of the project and that you have program management in place to manage the overall vendors and players that are involved in the transformation. A second thing you can do is make sure you have a change impact assessment. 
doing a change impact assessment will ensure that you have a clear understanding of where you are today and where you're headed in the future and how it's going to affect different people within your organization, which will then ultimately drive and influence how you manage change throughout your digital transformation. And that will make you more likely to succeed in your change management efforts. And lastly, and perhaps most importantly, I'll also leave you with this, which is when you're going through a digital transformation, even the 10 things I talked about here today that you wanna to avoid, you wanna make sure that you're not just going through a checklist and just answering the question of did we or didn't we do this function? Because typically it's more of a qualitative discussion of not just did or didn't we do it, but did we do each of the things we needed to do? Did we do those things well? And so that's the difference here is you wanna make sure you have a good understanding of how well you did it and what the risks are with where you are in your overall journey. So I hope you found this information useful. And for more information, I encourage you to download our book called Lessons from a Thousand Digital Transformations that includes a number of best practices and lessons learned from having helped a number of different organizations through their transformations, including those clients that hire us to help fix their failures. That's one of the important takeaways and groups of lessons that we have with our client base is those lessons from failure are very powerful and you can find more about that in our book. And you can download that book by clicking the link in the description field below. So I hope you found this information useful and hope you have a great day. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.